Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story this week, the upcoming SRG Award Show. This February, at Captain Con, Captain Con taking place in Warwick, Rhode Island, February 2nd through February 4th, Friday through Sunday, Saturday, February 3rd, that night, they are going to have the SRG Award Show. The nomination period for the SRG Awards has begun. You have, from now as I'm recording this, and actually earlier, because this came out a few days prior, until January 12th, that's a Friday, to email the nomination form to johnclase at srguniverse.com. Where can you get the nomination form? On the SRG Super Show Discussion Group on Facebook, at the top, there is a button for Featured Posts. If you click that, one of the featured posts is the post from GM Calais that gives the details. In that post, there is a button to download the form. The form is a spreadsheet. You must fill out the form and send it back to John Clays as either an Excel spreadsheet or a Google Documents spreadsheet. It must be sent as a Google Documents, Excel Documents file. Those documents, when they're received, will be reviewed by the General Manager, the SRG Universe team, the LFF Ranking Committee, and Brian Schmidt. And from this list of nominations on the form, they will come up with a final list of nominees for each award, and then one of those nominees from the final list will be the winner of the corresponding award. So you send in a bunch of nominees for, say, Best Artist. They'll pick five or six people to be the nominee for that category. One of those nominees will become the winner of that category. Let me give you the categories from the form, there are 36 awards on the form in total, listed in alphabetical order. They are Artist of the Year, Best Hair, Best Mic Skills, the King Greatness Award, Best Musical Performance, I would nominate JAC either for Headliner or Mutiny, Best New Promotion, Best New Signing, Best Production, Best Promo, Best Ring Gear, Best SRG Promotion, the Rust Belt Award, Best Super Show Show, the Outlaw Mudcast, Botch of the Year, the Swing and a Miss Award, Breakout Star of the Year, they have finally corrected, it's no longer Breakout Star if the year, it is of the year, so congratulations to them. Card of the Year, Catchphrase of the Year, Champion of the Year, the Marcel Award. Commentator of the Year, a.k.a. the LEO Award. Deck of the Year. Event of the Year. Face of the Year. Faction of the Year, the Higher Class Award. Feud of the Year. General Manager of the Year, 
Jim Calace Award, Gimmick of the Year, Heel of the Year, Hype Man Award, Loudmouth Leo Award, Jobber of the Year, LFF Competitor of the Year, this is a competitor set, Match of the Year, Pet of the Year, Player of the Year, Ring General, General Cannoli Award, Road Warrior, Bob Dunn Award, Rookie of the Year, Shock of the Year, Tag Team of the Year. Those are the 36 awards on the nomination form. You will download this form, fill it out as an Excel sheet or a Google sheet, list who you want nominated for each category. You have the option to make comments for each nomination. You can list multiple nominees per category. Then you'll save that, put that in an attachment, email it to John Clace at srguniverse.com. It doesn't say what he wants the subject line to be, so just put something like SRG Award nominations. Use your best judgment on that. You have until January 12th, that is the second Friday of January, to email your form in. I will try to, as I've done in years past, do a show with Mark Perry, either reacting to the nominees or reacting to the winners. That will be dependent on when the nominations come out relative to when the award show happens. If there's enough time, we might do it before the award show. Otherwise, we might do it after. I'm kind of leaning toward after because there are sometimes awards that are put out there that aren't on the nomination form. That's what I have for you on the SRG Awards. The 2024 Create a Competitor competition entry period has begun. If you would like to participate in the contest, you will need to email in details about the competitor you want to enter to Pat and Steve. There was a little confusion about where it was supposed to go, so I'm just going to recommend email it to both of them. What needs to be in your email is the competitor's name, how they found out about the Legendary Fighting Federation, why they want to be in the Legendary Fighting Federation, their ring attire, their physical description. You can give a background history. I would flesh it out as much as possible, but you need at least name, how they learned about the LFF, why they want to join, and their ring attire slash physical description. You have until January 31st to email those to Steve and Pat. January 31st is the last day of January. Obviously, it's a Wednesday. Final Wednesday in January. That is the deadline to email them. Steve's email address is steveresk at srguniverse.com. No capital letters, no spaces. Pat's email address is stuman, the digit nine, at hotmail.com. No capital letters, no spaces. stuman9 at hotmail.com. If you want to participate, get that email to them by the end of January. I'm sure they would prefer earlier rather than later because they will take the entries they have, use the physical description and ring attire 
send those to an artist. That artist will create a black and white sketch of each competitor in the contest. I'm not sure when the contest will start after this period, but figuring there may be some people who enter close to the deadline and that the sketch artist has to make the sketches, we may not see the contest start until mid-February, maybe even March. So the 2024 CCC is going to off the bat lose one to two months because there will be no contest in January and part or all of February could be taken up. We'll have to see. This is kind of a strange contest because they're promising new ways of doing things. And we also have the wrinkle of WWX, the wrestling school, being involved. We'll have to see how all this pans out. Right now, though, if you're interested in participating in the 2024 Creative Competitor Competition, email your competitor's name, how they found out about the LFF, why they want to be in the LFF, and their ring attire slash physical description to steveresk at srguniverse.com and stewman9 at hotmail.com. I know JAC is going to go in again this year, hopefully make it back to the finals for a third time, hopefully win the whole thing, and become part of Super Show the Game. If you're not going to participate, I would recommend supporting JAC. That's what I have, though, on the CCC. I've been talking about the Christmas competitors. They finally came out this past Wednesday, December 20th. They were finally received from the printer, and they got mailed out pretty quickly. They were listed on Supershowthegame.com pretty much during Steve's unboxing video of the product. And I know people who purchased them on that Wednesday that received them that Friday. So they did turn that around pretty quickly. This included two versions of the limited-time holiday competitor, Jalapuki, which in Super Show is an alternate Johann Sibelius. There's also a number of Altart Christmas competitors, El Super Santa, Peppermint Tea, Sage the Christmas Witch, Grinch Pit, The Abominable Big Shot, Dasmodi the Snowman, ELF, those are just going from memory. And then there were a number of alternate art chibi Christmas cards. Chibi art, cards that already existed in Super Show the Game. Just going from memory, things like Burning Spear, Smack with a Shovel, Making Waves, The Grump Train, Cat Uprising, Deranger, things like that. Most of them, same text. Some of them did have some new text like Shovel Shot. Shovel Shot got an upgrade. It has some text that works in a Liger's Den match. Those are currently on supershowthegame.com. Check those out if you want to buy them, if you want to just see what they do. They're listed under the new section of the website. Purchasing them did contribute to Fill the Van if you bought them prior to now. As of right now, from what I understand, the Fill the Van campaign is over. They are looking at a new charity to support post the Fill the Van campaign. So we may learn more about that. And then I don't know how long 
the Christmas themed competitors and cards are going to be available for sale on the website. I imagine it will be longer than what you might have expected because they did not get that until the 20th. It did not become available for sale until the 20th. I imagine it will be at least through the end of the month, maybe longer. We'll have to see. But those are on sale now if you're interested in getting those. They did have new gimmicks. They weren't just alt art versions of the competitors. They do have new gimmicks. They have the old finisher logos on them. So, for example, El Super Santa is an alt art El Super Ombre. You can use the El Super Ombre finishes with it. None of them came with finishes, except for Jalapuki. The holiday competitor, the Christmas themed competitor, has a full set of finishes that have the Johan Sibelius logo on it. So if you have Johan Sibelius, you can use the new finishes with the Johan Sibelius competitor. You can use the old Johan Sibelius finishes with the new Jalapuki competitor. That's all I really have for you about the holiday Christmas competitors. There's one last thing I wanted to mention before I talk about the online tournaments and featured matches from this past week. Miss Southern Bell posted about this earlier in the week. I want to bring it to your attention in case you missed that post on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook. Southern Fried Gaming Expo is a convention that SRG Universe has been going to the past few years. It looks like they're going back this year because she promoted a discounted rate they have for the 2024 convention. That convention is taking place July 19th through July 21st in Atlanta, Georgia. Tickets are normally $85. That's what they will be at the show. If you buy them while they're still available online, they'll be $75. But if you buy them before the 31st, before the end of the year, they will be $70, $15 less then they will be if you buy them during the show. So, if you're planning on going to Southern Fried Gaming Expo, this would be a good time to purchase your three-day, this is the three-day badge, your three-day badge for the convention. If you're going to go to that, if you're thinking about going to that, I just wanted to mention that. As far as the other conventions I have news about, I don't have any updates on Tantrum Con, Sunshine Smackdown, Rumble at the Rumble, or Grand Gathering 4. If I get any information about that, it'll be on next week's show. But right now, everything I've already told you about those is all that I know. They were doing some of the promo cards. They were creating some of those on last week's Expanding the Universe. So if you want to see potentially what the promo cards for Sunshine Smackdown are, you can go to twitch.tv slash srguniverse and look up the show they did Thursday. Just look at that, see what they're doing. Again, none of that is official until it is actually printed, until it is physically available and distributed to players because things can change. But that would give you a good idea of the cards. I believe there's going to be a new version of Amos the Ironworker coming out as well. So that's happening if you're interested in that. All right, let's talk about the online tournaments. And featured matches. One featured match this week at 
what was billed as the last Legendary Realms tournament. Although, I have seen they're going to have another Locals at Legendary Realms January 7th. That was the date I saw from the New York Phenom. There will be one last Locals at Legendary Realms. But at this particular Locals, they had a match for the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Championship. Challengers Red Hat Blue Hat took on champions the Lords of New York. In a New York Rules match, no disqualifications, starts at crowd meter one. Because all LFF Tri-State Championships are played for using New York rules. The challengers, Red Hat, Blue Hat, were the team of the SRG BOSS, playing as the newest version of himself, the foil version, and Kid Thunder, playing as himself, Kid Thunder. The champions, Lords of New York, are Lord of the Dance, playing as Jamie Senegal, and the New York Phenom playing as Johnny T. This was a long match. It felt long. It looked like it was about a 30-minute match. No finishes were hit until the last finish at crowd meter one. At crowd meter one, the New York Phenom hits a finish against the SRG boss. It was a spotlight finish, and because Kid Thunder had Impact his family targeting the New York Phenom, the spotlight finish was blank. So he hits a blank finish, rolls his printed 9, it gets plus 1 because it's crowd meter 1 to a 10. So the SRG boss must roll one of his two 10s because he had two 10s with his gimmick. Instead he rolls three straight 7s, none of the save rolls are successful meaning that the champions retain, the winners and still champions, the Lords of New York. Congratulations to them. Monday, we have Monday Night Fights hosted by the LFF World Heavyweight Champion. This is a Tornado Tag Team Tournament. Twelve players. Opening rounds, group stages. Three groups of four players. Top two records per group advance to the top cuts. So we have a top cut of six. Two players get a buy into the semifinals. The other four are matched up in two singles matches with the winners joining the two players with the buy in the semifinal round. Your two semifinalists were Chris Pate playing as the Immortal Brick Brothers and the Goat Brock Smith playing as Zen Garden. Your finalists were the Italian Bombata playing as Brain Power and Jeff McPeak playing as McPeak, Inc., with the winner, Jeff McPeak. Jeff McPeak plays his own tornado tag, the one featuring himself and his daughter, and wins the Monday Night Tornado Tag Tournament. Congratulations to Jeff McPeak for winning. Thursday. Thursday Night Fights this time. Chibi off Matt Barone, Matty Bar 1, running the tournament, the Knights of Bell Snickle. They have 16 players in this event. Opening rounds are group stages, four groups of four players. Each player plays the other three in the group. Top two records per group advance to the top cut. So we have a top cut of eight. In the group stages, all of the matches were special guest referee matches. Each group, and I'm assuming the 
special guest referee was randomly assigned with no repeats, was given as a special guest referee one of the past and current holiday competitors. So, Sugar Plum, Krampus, Santa's Little Helper, and Jolapuki. So each group was assigned one of those four competitors to be the special guest referee in all the matches, meaning both players in the matches could use the gimmick of that competitor along with their own competitor's gimmick. In the top cut, each player was playing in an accompanied to the ring by match. Accompanied to the ring is similar to special guest referee, but instead of both players being able to use the gimmick, only one can. So the players that made the top cut took the competitor they were using as their special guest referee in the group stage, and then they were accompanied to the ring by that competitor in the top cut. They were also able to, when they won their match in the top cut, they could keep the competitor they were using to accompany them to the ring, or they could swap it to the competitor that the opponent had been using. So, for example, first round of the top cut, player A is accompanied to the ring by Joel Puki. Player B is accompanied to the ring by Santa's Little Helper. If player A wins, player A can be accompanied to the ring by Joel Puki in the next match, or they can choose to be accompanied to the ring by Santa's Little Helper. They can replace that, and that replacement is permanent until they win the next match and choose to replace it or they keep it. They can't go back to the one that was replaced. That was the stipulation in the top cut. Your top four in this tournament end up being in fourth place, playing as Boy Howdy, Mondain. In third place, playing as Peter Lionheart, Yasmeen. In second place, playing as Pretty Boy Snow, Chris Pate. And the winner of the Knight of Bellsnickel tournament, playing as Liger, Split. Congratulations to Split for winning Thursday Night Fights. And then Saturday night, there's a pre-Christmas pop-up tournament. Singles tournament, 25 players, group stages, five groups, five players per group, top two records per group advance to the top cut. So we have 10 players in the top cut. Six players get buys into the quarterfinal round. The remaining four are paired off, and they play for the last two spots in the quarterfinal round. The only stipulation in these planned matches were after the first breakout at crowd meter zero, instead of going to crowd meter one, they went straight to crowd meter two. In the quarterfinal round, all of the matches were steel cage matches. In the semifinal round, they were all dark matches. The finals match is a kendo stick match. Your top four here are in fourth place, playing as fast hands cam, Brother Dan. In third place, playing as King Hyena, the star maker, Everett Stevens. The finalists were Drew Madsen, playing as Candyman Dan, and John Polverino, playing as MVP. And the winner of the pre-Christmas pop-up tournaments, playing as the competitor based on his own son, John Polverino. Congratulations to John Polverino for winning the Saturday night pop-up events. 
As far as events coming up for next week, nothing is currently listed on supershowthegame.com. But I would expect us to see something on Thursday. I expect Dojo on Tuesday, twitch.tv slash srguniverse. Monday, I'm not sure about because Monday is Christmas. So there may be an event, there may not. We'll just have to see. If you're interested in playing in that, keep an eye out on Super Show the Game on the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook. We're also going to have two big championship matches taking place next week. We have, on Tuesday, December 26th, the LFF Trios Championship match. The challenger, the Grump, playing as the higher class, the version featuring the Grump, will take on champion and fellow faction mate, James Booker, playing as the Lion. Then on Friday, December 29th, we'll have the LFF World Heavyweight Championship on the line. The challenger, the Italian Bombata, playing as himself, will take on champion Brian, wait for it, Schmidt, playing as the Witch's Apprentice. That's all happening next week. And then the following week, January 1st, we are going to have the Four Corners of Chaos match where the winner will walk out the LFF Underworld Champion. Current Underworld Champion, the big guy, will take on former Underworld Champions Kirk Polka, Shane Strickland, and Peppy Pepper in the Four Corners of Chaos match. Big championship matches happening over the next week or so. So watch for those. With that being said, that's all I have for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I would like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.